Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. Just rubs you fur the wrong way, you know. And of course, people, because we are human, and because we're at various stages of spiritual growth, we'll make mistakes and miss it, so on and so forth. But be ye kind, one toward another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as they forgive you. No, no, even as God, for Christ's sake. You're listening to Rama for today with Ken and Lynette Hagen. Today we continue the classic series, What Jesus Taught About Prayer by Kenneth E. Hagin. Stay tuned as we listen to this powerful, timeless teaching. Also, later in today's program, I'll give you the details on this month's special offer. Right now, here's Kenneth E. Hagin's classic message. Now you know, and all these men outside know that I'm saved, born again, spirit-filled, Sunday school superintendent down at the full gospel church. But I said, come on outside, I'm going to whip you in the name of Jesus. <laughs> that fellow said, no, I'm not going outside. He said, I know it. You've got a yellow streak running down your back a mile wide. And he said to his daughter, come on, let's go home. So he took her home. Then he, he got to, uh, you know, thinking about it. He said, well, she married him. She's been living with him for several months. They ought to try to make a go of it. So he, he got them back together and tried to make a go of it. And one Saturday night, she come running. They lived five miles out in the country. She ran that whole five miles. In fact, never even remembered. Fell on the front porch unconscious, was bed fast for 30 days. Just had a nervous breakdown. Just couldn't put up with it anymore. And so after she'd spent 30 days in bed, the doctor said to him, said, I, I wouldn't put her back. I mean, she's not able to go crazy. In fact, she didn't even know part of the time what happened. And so he said, well, I'm not in favor of divorce and remarriage because she wasn't a Christian anyway. But he said, let's just go out there and get your stuff, get your things. And she said, oh, daddy, don't you go out there. Man, you don't know that old man and those boys. They'll kill you. Oh, he said, honey, he said, I've, I've dealt with fellas. You know, I, he'd been in the underworld. He could mention some men of great prominence <laughs> in that area. <laughs> He, I'm not going to let him bother me. Don't you work. So they drove up in front of this farmhouse. Now, you see, the reason that she had run, they got in an argument at the supper table. Reading she had run into town there, you see, because she wasn't used to all that. And, and, and the old man had kicked the table over. And this is during World War II, and they didn't have electricity yet. Some of them did, but they didn't. They just had a lamp and set the house on fire. And all of them got to fighting one another. And so she ran, ran five miles. Don't even remember doing it. And so he went in, and the old man and the old lady now got in a cuss fight. That's where it all started. They got to cussing one another. And so uh, she went in, you know, he just went up to the front porch, you know, the farmhouse, front door, and just opened the door and stepped inside. He didn't wait and knock or anything. And of course, when he stepped inside, he, he stepped to one side with his back to the wall. He knew not to turn his back on. The old man and two of the boys were there. And they're just like they're about to jump on him. And he's told his daughter, then come on in. And said, now, honey, go in there in the bedroom. Don't get anything. Watch you or just get your clothes. He said, I just come to get her things. That's all we want. The old lady said, why, Mr. So-and-so, doesn't the Bible speak against divorce and remarriage? She it's all right to cuss and have a cuss fight and kick the table over and burn the house down. <laughs> all right for him to kill a couple of fellas. You know? Oh, how, how one-sided can you get? 
Are you listening? Yes. How one-sided can you get? Yeah, he said the Bible speaks against it. But I don't know that God was ever in this anyway. Neither one of them are Christians. And I'm just not going to have my daughter to live in this kind of a hell and impair and ruin her mentally in her health. She spent 30 days in bed before she could ever get out of bed from this last ordeal. Well, I'm glad some way or another that God has a way of helping folks even though they did miss it. Later on, the young lady got saved, got baptized the Holy Ghost. There's another young man that got saved. His wife had run off with some other fellow during World War II. So somewhere or another, they got together. God called him priest. They've been in the ministry for years, very successful. God has a way, some way or another, of helping folks even who missed it. Can you say amen? amen? But the thought I was trying to get over to you, and I thought you might be into some of the other details. You see, they, uh, they said, uh, <laughs> Amen. How the devil can quote scripture, you know, to try to make things, you know, come out his way. And like I said, I've had people that lie, stole, cussed, did everything, but, and would have killed you, I think, if they'd got the chance. Oh, now you're supposed to forgive me. Well, yes, sure, I'll forgive you. I'll tell you one thing, though, bless God, I'm going to walk on the other side of the road <laughs> if I happen to meet you. I mean, who wants to get knocked in the ditch again? Now, if you want to straighten up and live right, praise God, I'll hug your neck. But if you're going to live like the devil and while you're hugging my neck, stab me in the back, I'm going to quit hugging your neck. <laughs> Amen? Yeah. Sure, I'm still going to love you, all right. I'm not going to love your unholy and ungodly deeds. They're not right. I said they're not right. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? But we're talking about church folks. We're talking about folks that's living right. We're talking about folks that's going on with God. It's still necessary to forgive one another. Amen. Amen. Now why? <laughs> well, like I said, some folks' personality is just all wrong. Not mine, of course, theirs. <laughs> just rubs you fur the wrong way, you know. And of course, people, because we are human... And because we're at various stages of spiritual growth, we'll make mistakes and miss it, so on and so forth. But be ye kind, one toward another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, as they forgive you. No, no, even as God, for Christ's sake. Can you say amen? amen. You see, how, you mean we can forgive even as God forgives? Yes. Why can we? Because, you see... The love of God has been shed abroad in our hearts. I'm not operating in natural human love. I'm operating in divine love. Now, can't you see that what we call the Lord's Prayer is on legal law grounds? But Ephesians 4.32 is on the grounds of grace. Hallelujah. Grace. Under the law... Forgiveness is conditional upon a like spirit in us. Under grace, we forgive for Christ's sake and exhort to forgive because we have been forgiven. Forgive one another even as God for Christ's sake has forgiven you. Hallelujah. Can you say amen? amen? Praise his holy name.
praise his holy name. Well, now let's go back over here to Matthew again now. Matthew chapter 6. I want you to notice something else here in connection with this. Uh, this back up there just a little bit. He was talking about not to be like the hypocrites who loved to pray standing in the synagogues and in the corner of the street. Now Jesus says something very similar. He calls them hypocrites here, but now you look over you look a little further over here in Matthew, the twenty-third chapter in connection with that. Twenty-third chapter of Matthew. And I want you to notice this particular verse. Matthew chapter twenty-three, verse fourteen. Notice here that Jesus said, See, he gets a little more plain about it. Now he just said, Be not like the hypocrites. Woe unto you, scribes and Pharisees, hypocrites. I mean, he begins to define who the hypocrites are. Is that love? I believe so. Amen. Woe be unto you, scribes, Pharisees, hypocrites. For you devour widows' houses. And for a pretense, make long prayer. Therefore ye shall receive the greater damnation. Now he said about the same thing to the same people in Mark's gospel, the 12th chapter. I want you to notice. The 40th verse. Which devour widows' houses and for a pretense make long prayers. These shall receive greater damnation. Now notice how Luke put it in Luke the 20th chapter and in the uh, 47th verse, last verse. Let's start with the 45th and read through the 47th. Then, in the audience of all the people, he said unto his disciples, Beware of the scribes which desire to walk in their long robes and love greetings in the markets and the high seats in the synagogue and the chief rooms at feast, which devour widows' houses. Now here's what I want you to get. And for a show, and for a show, make long prayers. The same shall receive greater damnation. Or actually the word is judgment. Greater judgment. I want you to notice that word show, for a show, make long prayers. We don't want to do anything for a show. You mean some people when it, in the area of prayer just doing it for a show? Emphatically, yes. Emphatically, yes. But we don't want to do anything for a show, just to show off. Can you say amen? amen. No, sir. No, sir. We're not doing anything for a show. Whatever you do, in word or deed, do it unto, as unto the Lord. Praise God. Shall we stand? Now we'll pick up with the seventh chapter of Matthew next time. Very interesting just to go through here and see what Jesus said in regard to prayer. Amen. Hallelujah. Because you see, uh, uh, a lot of things that we haven't even realized have to do with our praying and our prayers. Let's just lift our hands and thank God for His Word.
Praise his holy name. Thank you, Father, for your word. Thank you for the privilege to study the word of God together. Thank you for the privilege of being a doer of the word and not just a hearer only. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We praise and reverence and honor and worship and magnify the name of Jesus. Great is thy name and greatly to be praised. Above every name, above every name is the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Praise his holy name. Thank you, Lord. Well, as you go, turn and shake hands with two or three people. Praise the Lord. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Call now to get this month's special offer. Lynette's Bargain Bag, Activating Your Faith Package. The mini book, Faith Takes Back What the Devil's Stolen by Ken Hagan. The mini book, Blueprint for Building Strong Faith by Ken Hagan. The book, Speak to Your Mountain by Ken Hagan. The slimline book, The Real Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. The book, Exceedingly Growing Faith by Kenneth E. Hagan. And the single CD, Words by Kenneth E. Hagan. These are being offered for a price of $19.95. Don't delay. Act right now. Call 1-888-FAITH-99. That's 1-888-FAITH-99. Or if you prefer, write Kenneth Hagan Ministries. Our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. For even faster service, order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, you know, in July, right into this month, yeah, camp about meeting. two weeks from now or yeah. so, uh, we're going to have uh, our camp meeting. Yes. July the 20th through the 25th right, right here, here on the Raymond campus. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fantastic. In fact, if you want to find out about it, you can go to our Raymond.org and the information's there. Yes. Tomorrow on Rama for Today, we continue with the teaching by Kenneth E. Hagan, What Jesus Taught About Prayer. Thanks for listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan.